Hey, my dear podcasters. Welcome to the first episode of season three of the Improper Mimi podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Jacks, and this is where we talk about things that empower women at home, work, and play. And don't you let anyone tell you there's anything improper about any of my guests. We all have stories to share, and today you will get to hear the stories of not just one, but two podcast mavens. Our guest Unique is the host of Becoming Unique podcast, and as I ask Unique questions, she will also ask me questions as well, so you get double the insight as to how and why we each started down this podcast journey. I've always enjoyed the content that Unique brings and shares on her social media, and it inspires me as well as brings a smile to my face to see what she is currently up to. I want you, my listeners, to also meet her, and I'm sure you will pick up some good tips to help you on your journey to becoming the best you that you can be. So let's go ahead and get season three started. So hey, everyone, this is Mimi Jacks. I am the host of the Improper Mimi Show. I'm glad to be here today and just want to tell you guys a little bit about myself. I am a single mom, although my child is grown. She's about 27. Um, I'm here in Brooklyn, New York, and I've been doing a podcast thing for about two years. And in my other life, I have like two or three other jobs and they all kind of revolve around planning and organization. So um, I just consider myself a connector. You know, I love biking and doing puzzles and talking and meeting with people. So networking and meeting unique was so great. You know, we just kind of connected on Instagram and took it from there. And uh, so glad that I can be here to meet even more people today. Oh, oh, so beautiful. Like, I, I just learned a couple of things yeah. about you. Wow, I would not have have a 27-year-old. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you look so good. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Very nice to have a 27-year-old. And it's nice that you was able to, like, sometimes we know people mm-hmm. work, but we don't think, like, what type of work you do. But you said, oh, you know, your work is, like, kind of organized around right. planning and so on like that. And it's great that you was able to like pinpoint that out. Um, <laughs> so now I know, like maybe if it's somebody I need right. to talk to about planning, I'll be like, girl, let me call Mimi because she's good. You know? Right, office planning, <laughs> event planning, conference planning. I'm like, it's it's just always yeah. in my mind. It's just okay. like running 10,000 miles a minute. <laughs> Okay, so I know, <laughs> so I know who's the go-to person for the um right. for the planning. So good, happy I learned these little details about you in this like thirty-second intro that you gave us. <laughs> so, well, my name is Unique, and I have a podcast called the Becoming Unique Podcast. And me, Unique as a person, I am a mom of two. So I have a daughter that's in college; she's twenty years old, and I have a younger daughter that's. Um, 13 years old in middle school. Um, I'm also um, a wife <laughs> as well. But outside of like the the outside world of me, um, just digging a little bit deeper because I'm a little more spiritual and so on. I like to think of myself as like a kind, inquisitive um, soul that is, you know, here. Um, embracing the journey of growth and learning um, in this lifetime. So I am open to growing. I'm open to um, learning. And that's kind of like what the Becoming Unique podcast 
<laughs> it's all about it's all about um growth and like you know and learning and just digging deeper because I don't feel that we like you know like we cap like we're or plateau right. like we just keep going and going if as long as we open the the door to allow all of this growth and right. to happen um so yeah so that's kind of like unique in a small <laughs> small small <laughs> A small nutshell, um, if I... No, I think that captured it great, you know, because I think you're right, you know, like, life is a journey, you know, so it's not like you reach that plateau and that's it. Like, that is my only story. There's, like, so much more beyond, you know, that I aspire to do and aspire to be, you know, so it's not over yet. (laughs) Oh, no, definitely not. Not at all. So, okay, so we know a little bit about each other now. Mm -hmm about your podcast because there's podcasts about you know everything, everything. you can think of the the the, <laughs> the sun <laughs> the rainbow and all that type of stuff but like tell me what Mimi's podcast is about definitely so improper Mimi is about empowering women at home work and play so when I think about that I think about okay I'm wearing all these different hats so at home you know how is it that I um, run the house or, you know, encounter other people and family and relationships. And then at work, you know, I'm trying to influence and inspire other people. And also usually when I'm office planning, you know, there's only so many, you know, black people or even people of diversity in the office. So trying to encourage and network and bring up other people at work. So on the podcast, you may have other guests that talk about, what some of their challenges and achievements have been in the office place or as an entrepreneur or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, And then play because, you know, work hard, play hard. So it's just part of, you know, the improper Mimi model that, you know, there's going to be something that um, whether it's like burlesque dancing or whether it's travel or whether it's just something that may be totally improper that you may not normally talk about with your family or your sister, but you'll talk about it with your friends, you know? So that's where the kind of improper comes in where just growing up, I've just kind of, um, had that trying to be proper all the time or, you know, holding your tongue and speaking to people in the corporate way. But then, you know, sometimes you just want to say it the way it really comes out truly or how you're thinking it. So the podcast Improper Mimi just allows me and my guests to talk about things freely, whether it's improper or not, and not to feel like we have to have a filter on, you know, what we're saying and what we're talking about. So it's really, you know, I love it. I've, I've met so many different women and it's generally women that I talk to on the show, but so many different women I've met that I've been impressed with, like you and what you're doing. And I just love to, to talk to more women and to share their story with others. Oh, I absolutely love that. I love that you started off by saying that it's all about empowering women mm-hmm. and I'm I love that you, you know, you said it's improper. It doesn't have to be proper all the time. And I think we definitely, you know, um, sometimes been raised in an environment, you know, keep your mouth shut, sit down, right. don't say this. Oh, we need to just do things <laughs> in the proper way because we don't want the judgment or we're thinking about the judgment of others or we don't want people to look at us a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy that you're embracing that we don't have to walk in these shoes of being proper all the time and also about empowering women. And then this is also, you know, 
what started to become a unique podcast for me, I guess I'll talk about my podcast for a moment. Um, because I spent, I'm not going to say improper, but I spent most of my life just living, um, not for unique, not stepping into mm -hmm. unique shoes, mm -hmm. you know, as growing up as a child, you do, as your parents say, sit down, don't yeah. say that, do this, that, 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 that. You follow your parents' rules until you become like 18, 19, right. whatever. You, you leave the household. Mm -hmm. Then did, did I really discover myself or was I just kind of like falling in line to what school says, to what parents say, to what our environment say? So then mm -hmm. next I, um, I got into a relationship at the end of high school with my boyfriend that then became my husband. And so then now I'm over here in a relationship you know, trying to satisfy the relationship and never going inward to find out who the heck is you. Exactly. Who yes. Yeah. Now you're in the relationship and you're not, you never had a moment of your own being in your own self. Now I become a mom. <laughs> now who went with the most new moms say, Oh, I dedicate my whole life to my child. They right. can have anything they want to have. And now I dedicated my whole life. To my children, mm -hmm. still never had any breathing room to sit down with myself to find out who is unique. Right, it's almost you like know your time now. You know, yeah. yeah. And so, I, so and you're conditioned, and then it's just not me. It's you know, I think a lot of people in the society have been conditioned to walk in the shoes that society is telling us to walk into. Mm -hmm. Conditioned. Listen to your school counselor, listen to, you know, the, the teachers and all of these people around us thinking yeah. they are the ones that have the say over our lives. But yet have we, um, <laughs> but yet we have a say in our own lives. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I even remember, you know, I'm just <laughs> blabbering off, remembering <laughs> and, and, um, in high school, you know, you speak to the counselor. So what does your future look like? What do you want to do unique? I want to fly airplanes. Mm -hmm. mm, don't think that's going to be right for you. Right. Nope. You're, you, yeah, yeah. You got two, you got two minorities. You're black and you're female. Mm -hmm. And for them to even, you, you know, be like, yeah, maybe we should steer you in this direction. And we're like, no, like I want to, you know, this is the time that I want to like make a choice for myself. And even kids a lot of times today too, they're going off to, to school or even high school and the, you know, guidance counselors aren't really guiding them so much. So if there's anything that we could do or say to help them, to expose them, like you say, different, um, a woman in black or, you know, living in the city or different options that you have, why not, you know, let our voice be heard so that we can inform somebody else to be like, Hey, there's other options out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm giving that like, as an example of how, and I, and I looked at the counselor as the person of authority. I didn't look at me as a person of, of authority of my own life. I looked at the counselor as she was the authority and she made that, she made me say, okay, Guess you're right. What am I going to go to? You, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I Nowadays, you know, I don't know how many kids would take that because now we have all this like social media, like everything and so much coming at us and so many platforms for us to be influenced on mm -hmm. outside of the influence. But the the era I was raised in, there was no internet. Oh, no. You, you was a product of your environment. Right. Mm -hmm. It was 
literally a product of your environment. Nowadays, you know, people, if they see something or hear a word, they can go to YouTube, Google, and, 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 and start to learn more of that era, more of that tribe, more about anything else. But literally the era I grew, in, grew up in, it was the box that you were in, and that's what you knew. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So... I tangent off a lot, but that's, <laughs> but coming to the Becoming Unique podcast, you know, it's not, honestly, it's not just about my journey. It's about all of us walking into the journey of being ourselves, walking into the journey of growing and learning and, and so much more about ourselves, having permission to give, you know, to be ourselves. It's, it's more about that. So, you know, I kind of sum up my podcast by saying I'm a lifestyle podcast with a focus around health and wellness. Mm -hmm. So just like you, the subjects can be all over the right. place. So one week we may be talking about gut health. The next week we may be having a conversation about being mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. You know, the topics are all over the place. But the topics, I say lifestyle because this is all a part of our lifestyle. Our lifestyle is just not one exactly. thing. Our lifestyle is a collaboration of so, <laughs> so much. So much more than one thing. So that's why I say lifestyle. And then, but the focus is health and wellness. And what do we need within our lives? Health and wellness to, you know, to vibrate on a higher level. Mm -hmm. So we can not be accustomed to what society is saying and now question ourselves and be like, you know, who am I? Do I like where I'm at? Do I like what I see when I look in the mirror? Just all of this type of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of like in a nutshell for my tangerine off. And I do on the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's fine because I think that's when we kind of get into um, those thoughts in our mind that are um, part of the things that we are looking to share with people, you know, that's part of the, um, stirring up, you know, conversations, like when we're having conversations, that's what kind of just pops up. Like as we continue to, um, think about, um, you know, topics and we're like, huh, you know, this, I, I, I don't know if you remember Arsenio Hall, it's like the things that make you go, Hmm, you know, <laughs> so that kind of comes from those tangents. I was like, Oh yeah, this is something I was thinking about. Cause it's just going on in my mind. Mm -hmm. So that's good. So that's pretty much, so it sounds like health and wellness is like the message that you really want people to get from becoming unique. You know, like there is, um, like you say, something about, that that vibration that it could be here or there but you know it's just something that you want to bring out in people you know just to share it with them yeah 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 <laughs> and i i'd say it's probably like a similar message with like improper mimi where it's um you know just making sure that people know that no matter the path that you've taken you know that there is something out there that can help to um inspire and empower other people just by listening to your story so I just love that um, kind of that message of sharing black stories, you know, sharing stories with each other that, you know, inspire, entertain people, you know, where we can have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So let's see. So um, I'd say I know we were wondering also about how our journeys have been. Right. So everyone has a different journey when they're participating or creating their podcast and um, I guess I can start like with part of the journey that I've taken. Mm -hmm. I, I often mention to people like when they ask, oh, well, why did you start Improper Mimi? So beyond all those things that I want to share with people, I can remember like sitting with my family and them being like, I'm like, oh, 
I should do a podcast. And they're like, yeah, you said that last year. And I'm like, did I? I was like, okay, well, I guess I need to put some pedal to the metal and actually just get it started. So I just, you know, really jumped right in, um, started the podcasting, um, definitely with the contacts and connections that I knew, you know, people, like I said, that I wanted to hear their story. Um, So I think some of those highs and lows are just basically... um, it is a lot of work. People, you know, may think that podcasting is easy and they're like, oh, you have a podcast. Great. And I'm like, okay, so I'm doing every other Monday that podcast comes out um, or at least, you know, giving people recaps on it. But it's, you know, definitely scheduling people, definitely um, having those topics that you have for like the year or for the season. Um, and then staying motivated, you know, because so many other things are going on in life, you know, like I was working on a conference and, you know, just, you know, getting back from this whole pandemic thing of, and who knows how it's going to ebb and flow for 2022, but, you know, I was so excited to finally get to do some traveling in 2021. Um, so just, you know, going here and there and, you know, exposing myself to different things and trying to keep on schedule with the podcast. So that's been like one of those, you know, part of the journey that has been mm-hmm. um, like part of the roller coaster, you know, is keeping that momentum up, you know, and staying. Yeah, yeah, schedule. yeah, yeah. So one woman. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely a one woman show. <laughs> But I'm so, you know, (laughs) I listen to a lot of podcasts and I three years ago, if you said unique, have a podcast, I don't Mm -hmm. I I would have had those self-limiting conversations in my head. And with you saying, oh, no, you know, I can't do a podcast. All these reasons why I can't do a podcast. And but I listen to podcasts all the time. Like I would be in the car listening to a podcast. Mm -hmm. I would be washing dishes, listen to a podcast. I now enjoy podcast and um and and it's so funny like i don't know if you you and you're into manifesting um but i i think um i started my podcast in 2020 mm-hmm. um so 2019 i had i was i remember i was writing i don't i didn't remember this at that moment but i remember now but i was washing dishes i was listening to a podcast and then you know like you when you're doing stuff like mm-hmm. ideas popping your head and then i was like start a podcast about like health and mm-hmm. wellness or something to that extent. I wrote it down like in like a notebook that was like sitting on the table. And then I went back to like washing dishes. Like the thought just came in my mind. I wrote it down in the notebook. Mm-hmm. And I wrote the date June 2019. And, but at that time I was doing YouTube videos. And for whatever reason, I thought I was going to be a YouTuber. You know, um, <laughs> that's right. Influencer to start off running, right? Yeah. So, um, and so now, you know, my daughter, my daughters, like they don't watch cable. They watch YouTube. They follow YouTube. Right. That's good things. Just like in the old days when we was like, we like enjoy like, you know, like an actor or like, oh my goodness. Like, you know, these, these artists, but the artists nowadays are like YouTubers. So, yeah. um, so my daughter would sometimes show me different YouTubers, like whatever the case is. And so then sometimes I look at them and this is maybe where my judgment came in place. And I would look and be like, she's doing this and she's just walking around Target and TJ Maxx and she's just getting all the people are entertained by this. Shoot, I can yeah. much more. I'm going to give informative information. I kind of came from that mindset saying, oh, well, they're doing nothing but just walking around in the mall and they're just getting, and they're getting paid for it. You know, this was my judgment at that time. So I thought 
yeah. come out with this informative YouTube channel. And it was called Becoming Unique. And so I and, and um and that's also at the moment where I finally stepped into the place where I said, I'm going to be called Becoming Unique because I'm finally stepping into my own shoes. And so I started a YouTube. And so then I'm like, okay, this YouTube is gonna blow up. It did not blow up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and at that time, I can say I definitely felt it was definitely more work for me than maybe the podcast. And so when I said to my daughter, like now fast forward to, let's say, 2020, I'm, I started mm -hmm. the podcast and, I, and my daughter was like, yeah, this is your lane. You, she was like, uh, and you want to be a YouTuber. It's true. <laughs> you, Don't you love how from the mouth of babes, they just be telling us the truth. They're just like yeah. reflecting us. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's true. But yeah, she okay, said very you. kindly. She's like, oh, yeah. She was like, yeah, you know, this, she was like, oh, yeah, this podcast, you listen to podcasts. That's your thing. And it's like someone, yeah. you know, trying to step into a lane that's not even their lane. And that's kind of, mm -hmm. I think, with the YouTube, I'm, I'm trying to think I'm going to take over a lane that I don't even entertain. I don't even watch right. unless it's like a tutorial or I need to find information on something, but I don't watch mm -hmm. YouTube like a regular, like a, like a TV show. So, right. but it's, but just going back to the manifesting thing. So I completely mm -hmm. forgot. I just wrote this random note in a random journal that was sitting on the table. So after the podcast is on and popping, cause I started the podcast during quarantine, mm -hmm. all like the universe and like, God and whatever. My daughter had a microphone, one of those Yeti microphones that she asked uh, for for Christmas, let's say like two years ago. And I think she mm -hmm. asked for it because maybe it was trending some type of way. Maybe she was watching yeah. YouTubers and people had. Oh. And I was like, well, what do you even want this mic for? But I got it because she, she just everything <laughs> she wants. And so the mic was sitting in the box the whole time. She oh. never used it once. And so oh like, so during quarantine, I'm just like looking at this box. I'm like, are you going to use this microphone? Oh, I told you it doesn't work. I was like, did you even try? Like, what do you mean it doesn't work? And so that yeah. was like, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And so, <laughs> I, you know, I guess maybe I was looking, maybe I wanted to unconsciously to start it. And, um, and maybe I was looking for a reason to start, but maybe, but I think at the same time I was having all those limiting beliefs about myself, which was yeah. stopping me from starting. So mm -hmm. that was the motivation for me to say, I'm going to start a podcast. I was like, well, I got to get used out of that microphone. So I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> you paid money for it. Yes. We yeah. are not going to let this go to waste. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to start a microphone. I'm not microphone. Uh -huh. I'm gonna start a podcast. And so then it mm -hmm. took a couple of months. It was, let's say, at the beginning of quarantine, I started the podcast in June. You know, I had to like, okay, what is this podcast going to be about? How am I going to start this? What, what am I going to, you know, the ideas had to start really flowing. You know, yeah. you know, once you start, like you can't just have one up. You got to keep it going. <laughs> exactly. You know, this has to be something ongoing, like yeah. a topic that people understand that they're into. And I, yeah. I found it so interesting, you know, because, you know, also I'm also thinking like, okay, how can I, bring conversations that I feel like I've repeatedly had amongst my friends in our circles. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if we are constantly talking about this, then this is something that other people also yeah. are probably talking about. They have insight to it. They want to know what other people are doing with it. And mm -hmm. then I was like, instead of me repeating myself, having conversation, I'm like, let's record it, you know, record it, put it out there. Um, yeah. And that way, you know, people will know what we know, you know, get it out there and, shared with the world <laughs> exactly so kind of going back to um the manifesting part um 
Mm-hmm. I um okay, so I started the podcast in June of 2020, and then maybe let's say September 2020, I'm going through just old journals, and then I come across the journal that I completely forgot I even wrote the statement. You know how you write something and you yeah. planted the seed, and I I walked away, and then I it's, mm-hmm. I saw it said June 2019, started the podcast, and I was like, when did I write this? I couldn't remember. It took. I had to like sit there and like think about. It. I was like, "Oh my god!" Now I remember. I was washing dishes. I was listening to somebody else's podcast. So I planted the seed, and this is so good with the manifesting. Like we truly plant seeds. Like when we write things down, so to be yeah. of it. And so then you know the podcast came, and now it's like fifty five, fifty six episodes on in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so and I feel so. It, it like it honestly makes my heart sm- smile. I don't know mm-hmm. that feeling like your heart is just smiling. And from a lot of podcasts, I listen to a lot of um like um self improvement and growth podcasts and things like that. And I'll listen to a lot of people like you know that very successful in whatever they're doing or have lots of money. Not that, and of course, with becoming unique, well, money does not define you. Um, <laughs> A lot of people, and what I constantly hear from these people um, mm-hmm. is that do something that you would do for free. Right. And I'm obvious, I'm doing this podcast for free. <laughs> right. And yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying it. And it, you know, and that's where the success will come in. You know, everything else will start to tie into that because it's like, you know, they explain a lot of times when you're coming from a different place, it is not. So it, it, it's not going to be the same effect. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same. You're going to feel like you're working. You're going to be stressed. Like it's, it's a lot that comes along with like just coming into it for money and money does not create happiness. And I listen to a lot of not, not say it, saying that these people talk about, I'm just saying from the consistency <laughs> of me listening to so many multimillionaires talking their story, talking about they were even more depressed when they got the money. Oh Lord. You, you know, what I mean, like, just kind of like, you know, it's so I'm just doing the reminder that, you know, it's let's step into ourselves of becoming unique opposed to like, you know, sometimes you, with the counselors, what's going to mm-hmm. be money that's that, you know, oh, I want to be an artist. Well, artists are starving. Mm-hmm. So why don't you go in this field where you'll be very unhappy, but you'll make lots of money. And I love like when you're mentoring or talking to kids or, and, you know, talking to other people about what you do and stuff. I always tell them, I'm like, I would recommend that you go with what you're most passionate about. Because then you're going to have the interest to continue into it. You're going to excel at what you're doing because um, you're actually inspired or you're, you're actually interested in what it is that you're doing. So, yeah, like just because, you know, we don't maybe have experience or have someone in our corner who's going to like guide our hand and go through it. As long as we're interested in it, we'll keep learning about it. We'll keep growing and trying to become better. And then people yeah. will see that. And I think that does come through, which I, I definitely look at podcasting as building upon um, because once you learn, you know, something about um, how to put it out there, then you're continuously trying to um, make it better and improve it as you're connecting with people. That's, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brick by brick. Have you, have you um, read or listened to the Will Smith book? I haven't, no. Have you already read it? 
Yeah, I listened to it uh-huh. for 19 hours. It was a no, six, it was 16 hours, 16 hours. I, I do a lot of audible. So, mm-hmm. um, and it counts as reading. I that's what I mean when I read. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, got, he got my 16 yeah. hours. He got my 16. Um, yeah, I definitely I do suggest it. And I said, brick by brick, that's in the very uh-huh. first chapter. And he said, story on multiple multiple interviews so the story that he talks about at the very beginning about his father mm. um like it's not like it's a new story like oh i told you some exclusive like if you hear any of the will smith interviews like you'll hear him tell the story mm. over many times about him his father making him and his brother build a wall and of course it, he could they couldn't see the wall is mm-hmm. like, oh why are you making us do this huh you know like they're upset they don't they can't see the vision and he was like don't worry about the wall just brick by brick yeah oh so that so when you said that was like brick by brick yeah yeah and and again just kind of going back to like i mean listen to the will smith book i mean or or read the will smith book um he's reading it um i love it when sometimes the author reads their own book because then their inflections in their voice are like really letting you feel what their emotions were like when they said this this is what they really meant this is what they really were saying so yeah, yeah. they sometimes give it that ad- additional um insight and feel to it yeah he, he does some little extra stuff too like you know sometimes like he'll wrap a piece like oh what because he gives he gives a like i feel like half the book is his childhood like oh, wow. going through that of like you know from like he started from when he was basically um like he started the history of his parents mm-hmm. so we first about their parents because of course they're very influential in his life yeah. so we had to learn about them first so maybe the brick by brick was the second chapter because i know we learned about his parents and then um like half of the book was probably his childhood like if people were looking to get information about him and jada they're not gonna get it <laughs> no you can go to her for that but he's gonna keep it about this <laughs> yeah, you know i don't think it, it was about his story yeah. it's about his story his just doesn't include Jada and there and he really didn't elaborate much on their relationship. Mm-hmm. But you definitely get his um his tone. He throws in like some beats and some music mm-hmm. and, and different things. So definitely I, I suggest it. And it also comes back to um just because you have all the money in the world doesn't mean you're the happiest person. Exactly. Oh. That's right. So and you'll and you'll see that, you know, you know, this is a journey and we're all seeking on this journey. And just because you have the dollar bills doesn't mean you have like mastered the journey at all. So you will you will see that in the um or read that and understand that more in the book as well yeah. too. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. I, I love like different autobiographies. Again, you know, sharing stories. I just love, you know, listening, sharing the stories and learning history about people as well. Yeah. And then even, I think for yourself, like I said, we met on Instagram, you know, we kind of like clicked. I just love your energy. Like, I love like when I see you trying something new, like you're doing a headstand, you know, like you're working with your yoga poses and, um, and even, even, you know, I see that you're representing today, like, you know, with your shirt there that you have another achievement. So I was going to say like, what else do you do in your spare time? Like that brings you joy. You know, what are you up to now? Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I was in the shirt that uh, Mimi is talking about. I'm wearing the 50th anniversary New York City Marathon shirt, which is 
I just ran the 2021 yes. Uh, marathon. <laughs> yes. And that even, you know, deserves some applause right there because you ran <laughs> the marathon. Like I could be able to run around the corner. I'm like, okay, I did yeah. a 5k. Woo. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, it, yeah. This is um, the marathon was definitely a, a bucket list. And this, and I say, um, wow. with the, with my journey, and I think with anybody's journey, how do I say this? You got to put work in. You got to put the work in. Be, and I, oh, you know who I reference? Beyonce. With Baychella, or mm, with mm-hmm. Baychella, when she did that like Netflix special yeah. about it. And you know how she, she didn't just do the performance. She was giving mm-hmm. us the little details inside. She was like, for this two-hour show, it took two months. Two months of hardcore training, exactly. eating the right foods, all of that type of stuff. People sometimes think everyone sees the end result. They see the awards, but they don't see the work in between. And she was, and she definitely, she was like, right. oh, I did. She made comments like during that thing, like, oh, I wouldn't do that to my body again or something to that extent. Right. Because she had the snapback so fast that she had pushed herself and she was like, okay, I know what I did. And she, like, and she was oh, like, oh, I won't go that route anymore. But you yeah. In that struggle, then the struggle of being a new mom. She was a new mom to twenty. Yeah. Even though she may have all of the help, way more help than we got. <laughs> she still want to be present, and it's like yeah. we are not superwomen, you know. <laughs> yes, and and so to get a two-hour show, you she had to put two months in. Yeah, not two months of I'll show up when I show up. Two months of sixty-hour work weeks, forty-hour work weeks to get yeah. two hours in. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, with the marathon, like I, I always saw it as a child um, when I, because I lived in New York City my whole life, always was motivated. The energy of the city. I'm not sure if you experienced the energy that happens during the marathon. Yes. I it, love like going out in Brooklyn when the route's going by. I'm like, wow, cheering for people. It's inspiring. It's just it's like. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, yeah. So it's like, I felt that energy since a child. And of course I had the limiting beliefs throughout my adulthood. Oh, I can never do that. You know, mm-hmm. you can't even run to the train station. Like I can never, ever, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everything, you know, everything kind of fell into place. And then I got myself signed up with the NYRR, you know, I was like, you know, what? the New York Roadrunners. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people may be confused on it because I was confused. I didn't know how to even start the process to run a marathon. But if you do, you sign up with the NYRR and mm-hmm. you can sign up for the program nine plus one. You run nine races and do one volunteer work because a lot of people come in through charities and lotteries and other ways. But a wow. way to guarantee yourself in there is for one like so. all of 2019, I had to run like um, these many races like you sign up on their websites, different races. So four miles, yeah. five miles. And what I noticed after when I started to run these races, I was like, oh, I'm not built for this. <laughs> I said, now I said, you know what? I said, I I said, I have to be real with myself. I think I'm doing this out of ego. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. I want to say I ran the marathon. Exactly. Me. I'm not running for passion. Oh. I'm not one show up for this. So, you know, I'm being honest with myself, you know, so I was like, oh, I think I'm running <laughs> I'm running more for ego because this is tough. Yeah. This is tough. But I end up showing up, mm-hmm. you know, enough enough to qualify. Mm-hmm. And then I end up showing up. 
enough to um to complete the race. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is a commitment. Yes. Yeah. And you've been yes. working up to this. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I I I definitely could say it was definitely a work plan. I am like applauding again because that is definitely the, the the process you just described. You know, that is that is amazing. That is like totally committed and pushing yourself because like you say, if it wasn't for passion, then recognizing that that probably helped you to like like manifestation and even training your mind to be like, okay, if this is what I'm gonna do, then you had those milestones and you had to like those achievements along the way. Yeah, it's, I, so I just want to remind people that, you know, a lot of times we, we're only thinking of that end result, mm-hmm. but be present with brick by brick, mm-hmm. number one. Stop thinking about a wall being there and just think about putting that one brick for today. Because yeah. when you hear the Will Smith story, it's going to be like, oh, I can't see no wall. And the father's like, don't worry about that wall. Worry about putting that one brick down. Yeah. And guess what? showing up every single day putting a new brick down guess what over time you will have that mm-hmm. wall because you in every single day yeah. so you know that's number one and then number two don't look for it to be this blissful event everyone's looking to cross the finish line event but they're not looking they're not thinking about the journey in between yeah. Like you gotta, like, you know, you may be thinking about graduation day, but you forgot you had to have those overnighters trying to study for your <laughs> mid Right. It felt walk across that stage for graduation, but yes, you have four years of mm-hmm. work to get. And that's what it is with all of the, whatever journey we decide to take in life that we have to remember, we have to put the work in, don't throw in the towel. Like it's about the right. journey, you know, that's. And be present with it and stop thinking about the wall when you need to think about the brick for today. Yeah. And that even like reminds me, I did one episode where we were talking about imposter syndrome, where um, mm. people, you know, we were just speaking about how based on your environment or how you're used to doing things, or you may not feel like you, you are qualified to do a certain thing. And then but one thing to battle that is taking a look back at what you've built, what you've accomplished. So like exactly what you're, you're referencing with the brick by brick and knowing that there's different achievements along the way. It's like, OK, recognize what I've had to do and see what I have done and, you know, kind of build yourself up. Mm-hmm. Be like, that's right. I did that. And I did that, too. So I know that I can, you know, move forward and do other things as well. So. Like, what are your goals for the Improper Podcast? You know, um, like, what message do you want to spread and share about your podcast? Because, you know, empower women, empower women. So let's give me the details. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, I think for especially the next year coming up, some of my goals for Improper Mimi are to um, to actually do, you know, more some some speaking engagements, you know, to continue to to mentoring or speaking with young women, um, because I think one thing that I found is that women sometimes have trouble like setting boundaries or being able to speak up and advocate for themselves, and so I want Improper Mimi to be able to share different tips and you know different 
avenues that people can use to to find out how to empower themselves. Because for some people, you know, like us who may be outgoing, we could say, oh, yeah, you know, we, we find each other empowering or inspiring. And then someone else might be like, yeah, well, there's nothing about me that's empowering or inspired, you know, like I can't do that. And I'm like, no, yes, yes, you can do that. And I want to be able to to shine that light on them within themselves that they can recognize that as we've mentioned so many times like this journey that we're on it's not a huge step and then instantly you're there at the top but it is you know identify things that you could do um step by step so that you can feel that you are able to achieve those goals that you have in your life so i think with improper mimi i want to be able to um of course reach a broader audience to bring people in with different stories that um, more people can relate to um and to just i want to take it to like i don't know some other kind of platform level you know where it could be visual as well as um audible you know that people listen to it that they can see and you know see our expressions on what we're doing and you know event planning too where i could kind of mold in that we can have a get together you know covid safe you know god willing and all that good stuff or even a virtual or hybrid event where um bring people together that we can connect i love to connect people so i want to use improper meme as a platform to do that um, so I'd say that would be a great goal and message to bring out to people that, yes, you can do it. And hey, here's someone that may be able to help you do that so we can continue to uplift our community, because that's one thing I'm very passionate about, education, mentoring, uplifting our community. Um, and it's it's an ongoing process. It's not something that we could take lightly or that we could just sit back and watch other people do it. So uh hopefully the podcast can help to inspire people to get off the couch and to do that you know <laughs> yeah i mean that, that's so beautiful such great goals um about mentoring and um and also shining the light on of a woman because empower empower women and you know like we're vocal on Instagram and we're putting ourselves out there. But yeah, a couple of, like I say, a couple of years ago, I definitely had self-limiting beliefs about myself. Not saying I don't have any today because I am human. Um, but, you know, four years ago, if you went to my Instagram, you could not find one picture of me, but I post it every day. I post my mm-hmm. I, I, I guess it's maybe <laughs> I'm living vicariously through them. I posted them every day. You would have to hunt hard to find a glimmer of a picture of me. Um, you know, oh, why wasn't there a picture mm-hmm. of me? I don't know. Maybe I didn't think I was worthy of having a picture. Do people even want to look at me? Will they even like it? I don't know. Why should I put a picture of myself up there and put myself out there? And those were the thoughts. And those were the thoughts, not just on Instagram, but those were the thoughts all around every corner of my life. And I, mm-hmm. a lot of times at the beginning of, my, you know, I, I would say, oh, like the, the message that I'm trying to spread, uh, I would yeah. say to myself, oh, I wish I could find someone's page, like the page I'm trying to produce right now. Um, I've said this multiple times mm-hmm. on my podcast. Before my journey started, I followed 1,700 people on Instagram. Did I know 1,700 people? No. I barely knew seven people. But I followed seventeen people, seventeen hundred people, because I was following every celebrity, every age, every oh, wow. Instagram model, maybe. But 
they was they was not not saying any of them were toxic, but they was not influencing me in a way for me to grow. I'm now looking at right. you know images or pictures or situations where it doesn't relate to who I am. You know what I, mm-hmm. am I now unconsciously being fed? You know, um, I'm maybe not enough because I don't look like the people that I'm following. You, you know, so yeah. it is so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just so much behind it. It wasn't a place, not saying that there was anything wrong with like celebrities and these pages, but are there people that's realistically giving me goals that I can look towards? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I even said this on I Am I am Enough episode, um, <laughs> I, you know, because this is how we unconsciously tell ourselves we're not enough you know and it's not like well no i don't think anyone's walking in the mirror every morning i'm not enough i'm not they don't <laughs> say that they, no one's saying that them to not saying i'm no one but people are not walking in the mirror saying i'm not enough it shows in ways and the way and, and so i obviously have braids in my hair i obviously have braids all on my instagram <laughs> And, and, and then um, I can say, since I, I probably have had chemicals in my hair since I was born, now, I, I, that's an exaggeration. But, you know, when I was a kid, I had the jerry curl, I had the perms, I had, you know, so I had all that, that stuff in my hair. So basically, I spent my whole life without ever having chemicals, weave, or perm in my hair, never being able to step into what comes naturally out my body, my real kinky <laughs> So, uh, you know, so, so I haven't had a perm in a couple of years now. Um, but so then now during quarantine, I take my braids out. We can't even get out here braided during quarantine because everything was shut down in New York City. So it wasn't like I could run to the Africans and get my hair braided. You're going to have to learn how to do it yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I take my hair out and my hair is, you know, all in its natural state. There's no perm left in it. Mm-hmm. And so I go to um, Target and I... I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try to see if I can work with what I got. There you go. There we go. But here comes the unconscious brainwashing. Oh. I go into the natural hair care section. You know, they got a whole aisle and a half of natural hair care section. Yeah. And they got the big posters up there. Right, right. Oh, kinky, curly, da-da-da. Ain't nobody on that poster look like me. Yeah, they were all natural, but no one looked mm-hmm. like me. So I, I did, I, I'm reflecting back on it. So I, I left and guess what? I started braiding my own hair. Good. But I didn't see anything to sell me, to tell me things, to let me know I was good enough to wear my own hair. We're representation mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is you go on Instagram, you see people that don't look like you yeah. and they're doing things that you that you are capable of doing, but you think because they look a certain way or they're moving in a certain way that that's not for you because, oh, I don't look like that, so I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't look like these models in these advertisements on natural hair, so I don't know if I'm really meant to wear my hair out. Yeah. So I'm just giving these examples of how like we unconsciously are being brainwashed, and that's why we have to monitor who we're watching mm-hmm. and we're, you know, unconsciously taking that information and feeding this to ourselves. So, you know, be mindful to follow people that look like you. Yeah. You know? Or that, and that are bold enough to embrace, you know, their, their selves, their beauty, 
and speak out on it to share that information with others. Um, I know people who like, for instance, on LinkedIn, they have, they've only shown pictures of themselves with their hair straight, never with a curly or natural or Afro or anything like that. And I, I, I think like one thing that's come out of like quarantine over the last few, you know, years, basically, because, you know, we're basically at that point where it's been multiple years that time waits for no one, you know, like you can't impress everyone. You can't, um, you know, try to, um, you know, stifle yourself in a way that is not going to be healthy to you, you know, because over time that is, you know, breaks down your body and your mind when you are constantly trying to appease somebody else. And so being able to have that freedom to uh, make that choice to do your own hair, to have it natural, um, to be that image that other people see when we didn't see images for ourselves that we could relate to, you know, those are just like, ah, uh, some of the things that are coming out that we want to, okay, I'm going to be able to, at least I'll be able to share this with other people so they can see me and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I've been showing up with a whole bunch of different hair colors. I was like, mm, I don't know if this is professional, but this is what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the pink hair color on you now. So cute. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. So I guess we're, we're going to start to close out, but like, are there any things or treats yeah. that you, you know, that you want to give out to the audience you know, and so on? Like any like last words, last words. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, I think that, yeah, in closing, basically, you know, being true to yourself, there are so many things in social media, so many things in the world that um, may tell you that you're not enough mm -hmm. or that may tell you that this is not a job that you can have or a school that you could go to. Um, but I would love to like impart upon people the importance of believing in yourself and reinforcing that belief in yourself, you know, so to keep having positive thoughts, keep um, pursuing things that interest you. Um, and I think in those ways that we could really not only have an impact on our daily lives and our family and friends around us, but even on our community as well. And so again, I, I just can't emphasize enough, you know, keep sharing those stories so that we could build up, um, our, I guess our, our strength and believing in ourselves, you know, because, as different as we are, there's so many things that do connect us as human beings on this earth that we have in common, you know, that our, our goals may be not exactly the same, but they're heading in the same direction. People truly, I think, um, have some good intentions. And I think that if we can encourage each person that we come in contact with to be confident, to find those things in their lives that will help them to empower themselves because sometimes we, we don't always see someone else who's going to lift us up. We're going to have to lift ourself, ourselves up ourselves. Um, and finding out ways to do that, I think, you know, help to continue that story. Yeah, exactly. Ditto. Um, on my end, I guess my final words and also to kind of let me, you know, tie into like, you know, what is becoming unique to me. And mm -hmm. um, it's okay to be you. 
Mm-hmm. And the secret source is you. And that's why underneath becoming unique on my logo, it says the secret source is you. We spent wow. so much time looking for outside things, stuff, mm-hmm. and from others. Like, oh, what's she doing? What do I need to do to be like her? No, the secret source is you. You can be inspired, maybe, but just remember you are the secret source. So it's no need to seek out there for that magic blue pill. You are the secret mm-hmm. source. So it's okay to be you. We don't need to be Kim Kardashian. It's okay to mm-hmm. be yourself. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> my final word, unique um, podcast, the statements, and become a unique experience. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And I guess we should also be sure to share with people like where they can find us, you know, so uh, Improper Mimi everywhere you go. If you're Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, it's going to be M proper with the M and then Mimi. So Improper Mimi and um, look forward to like touching base with people, you know, again, tell us your stories. Tell us how you enjoy the episode and tell us, you know, what you guys are up to. Yeah. And the same thing with unique, becoming unique. Um, I mean, it's becoming unique basically everywhere. But honestly, the place where I, I, I do the most, um, I, it's not going to say damage, but the most work is Instagram. <laughs> uh, I do yeah. Facebook that I am not very active on. I do have yeah. um, TikTok that I'm not very active. I mean, I have the other platforms. I maybe for the new year, I, I you know, I do want to try to be active, but you know, at the same time, I really want to move with um with grace and not mm-hmm. be so forceful with myself. Like I'm vibing Instagram, so I enjoy doing that, but I don't want to feel like I'm working hard. Like I got to figure out this, you know, how to do this Twitter and. I- I gotta do this and I gotta put this all, you know. Um, maybe when I get an assistant, they can go ahead and do all that. <laughs> exactly, because it is no joke, a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, now Instagram is the place, but go ahead and give me um, a like over there on Facebook and any other platform. Yeah. You can find me on the um, the audio platforms, which is on top of being on Spotify and Apple iTunes. I'm also on Audible, I'm on um, iHeartRadio. Feel free yeah. to leave comments and um, positive comments over there on Apple iTunes. It's 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 all good, you know. You can leave a five star and <laughs> yeah. so, we can get, so we can get the podcast, you know, moving up the way. <laughs> That's right. We really do appreciate that when people give us that feedback. So don't be shy. <laughs> oh, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah. So yeah, oh my God, amazing having this conversation, and I'm so happy yeah. that I. Oh, I was able to have this conversation and put this on my um podcast as well because you know I may have new people coming to the podcast and they're just still trying to figure out who is unique because a lot most of my episodes are interview episodes yeah. and I'm learning all about the guests but I but people may not know much about the host so this was definitely a beautiful experience that we got to expose the host <laughs> exactly because it's not often that people ask the host of a podcast questions you know so um, yeah this has been a great collaboration and i do appreciate your time thank you so much thank you same to you bye bye 
So wow, that was such a great conversation. Thank you again to Unique, the host of the Becoming Unique podcast. If you took nothing away from today's show, I want everyone to really embrace that you are enough. You are enough just the way you are. And we just keep getting better with age, like wine. <laughs> well, thank you all again for listening to Improper Mimi, where we talk about things that empower women at home, work, and play. Be sure to join the Improper Mimi mailing list to stay up to date on the future shenanigans and episode releases. To all my improper listeners, keep telling black stories. Ciao.